Criticism is just, where criticism is due Alan Watts. It all started on July 10, 2017 when a popular afternoon host on my favorite local listener-sponsored radio station hung up on and admonished a caller who tried to correct him about 17 intelligence agencies having high confidence in the Russian dossier, a talking point that had been retracted by the New York Times on June 29, 2017, changing the number to less than five agencies. I grabbed my phone and tried to call into the station to argue the point. Too late. So I sent a tweet to it Jerry quickly, the host's Twitter account that he frequently repeated on his show after saying, let's continue the conversation online, asking for clarification on this point. Checking for a reply in the days following I noticed that I had been blocked by it Jerry quickly. Hmm. Okay. Fine. I just won't listen to his show anymore. I was hearing better and more interesting sources of news on the internet at places like Crowdsource The Truth with Jason Goodman and Lionel, the guitar-playing vegan personal injury attorney turned YouTube news sensation. I didn't need it Jerry quickly anymore. Fast forward almost a year to the day, I had grown tired of dubious stories from Jason Goodman and his partner Charles Ortel about America's first refugee. Harmon Wilfred who couldn't accurately remember how many children he had, and the vegan, guitar-playing personal injury attorney who changed his name to what sounded to me more like Lionel. I decided to give it Jerry quickly another chance. It wasn't long before I found it Jerry quickly up to his old tricks again. I had had enough. In July of 2018 I began recording Jerry's shows and making videos on YouTube about his on-air malfeasance. Jerry would commonly hang up on callers shortly after they would ask a question that he didn't like and then go on extended, high-volume rants about how the person was a racist white supremacist, unloved by their parents, disliked by their dog and talking out of their ass, often before even determining the caller's age, profession, sexual identity, race or ethnicity. Jerry's main theme was Trump, as explained and understood by CNN and MSNBC audio clips that he would play and amplify in a very charming and charismatic style that made his show one of the most popular afternoon shows at the station. I myself enjoyed Jerry's flair and command at the microphone, even if what he was saying barely rose above the level of gossip. He was also great with interviews. It was entertaining, and I guess that was enough, for a while. But his collar abuse became too much for me and his extreme rhetoric frequently involved incitements to violence. His peculiar defense of intelligence agency talking points and mainstream news narratives also didn't make sense to me coming from an African-American broadcaster, poet and filmmaker who often recounted stories of attending poetry readings and other cultural events in south-central Los Angeles, a minority community in an economically depressed part of the city that was a target of CIA drug-dealing malfeasance in the 80s. Plus, he had blocked me on Twitter. Jerry would not engage with me initially to answer any of my concerns about his bizarre on-air behavior and his failure to continue the conversation online. His reflex was to block me and ignore me. But then my videos started to get views and the word must have gotten back to him. After a few more videos, Jerry finally made a video about me. A short mashup of one of my videos. It was poorly done and completely nonsensical and proved to me again that Jerry was incapable and unwilling to engage in honest discourse. Jerry continued to deny his malfeasance and I continued to expose him. Where was station management? After all, they had hired the guy. Lots of people seemed to be listening but no one seemed to be hearing what this guy was broadcasting out over the Pacifica Network's Los Angeles station. KPFK is one station among five operated by the oldest public radio network in the country Pacifica, 
founded by anti-war advocate Lou Hill in 1959 who had a new idea about local, public, listener-sponsored radio. It was a fine idea and seems to have worked well for a while. The Pacifica Radio Archives are a historical treasure trove of recorded speeches, interviews, news, music and more. But now here we were in 2018 with that Jerry Quickly. I saved the best for last and released a very short video of Jerry baiting a caller to provide him with one example of him calling for violence on the show, followed by several examples of Jerry doing just that. I think that must have been the last straw for KPFK and Pacifica management. Jerry's show did not make it to the end of January 2019. KPFK continues to provide world-class music programming with its signature daily music show Global Village weekdays from 11 to 1 p.m. Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman is a popular and respected nationally syndicated show that airs on weekday mornings on Pacifica stations. Many volunteer-hosted programs are very local issue-oriented that seem truly dedicated to the Pacifica mission of giving voice to underserved communities, as well as the Spanish-language programming on weekday evenings. The other paid staff, primetime talk and political programs at KPFK suffer from an anemic absence of local coverage. Try to find a story from KPFK about homelessness in Los Angeles. Did I mention the station is in Los Angeles? If you've been to Los Angeles you know that homelessness is one of the biggest problems facing the city right now, but you wouldn't know that from listening to KPFK. The new management seems as clueless as the programmers when it comes to community news coverage. N.E.L. Fields, the general manager, said recently on the air in a conversation with the listener segment I've only been here a year and haven't had time to develop a vision for the station. Kevin Fleming, the new program director, when asked why there was so much Trump news versus anti-war coverage at KPFK in the same segment responded, Trump deserves more coverage because he's the bigger entity. Then there's that Jerry Quickly, a race-baiting, fact-efficient, violence-inciting, clown bully who refused to be held accountable for his unprofessional behavior and abusive content. Jerry denied the truth staring him in the face right up to his last second on air at KPFK on Friday, January 4, 2019 with his good friend and public radio hero, InfoWars correspondent Greg Palast. Greg Palast is a longtime Pacifica radio personality. He appears frequently as a guest throughout their network of stations as well as a featured speaker at their fundraising events where he relentlessly hawks his outdated merchandise including his nearly 20-year-old book, The Best Democracy Money Can Buy. Greg tripped over himself telling us about the high quality of journalism that Jerry was providing to KPFK listeners and that everyone at the station was in tears about his departure. This investigative news clown duo spent most of the hour stumbling over Jerry's social media account handles, which, by the way, are now complete ghost accounts, and trying to convince listeners that it was a lack of resources that caused the shelving of Jerry's show, and that they were going to move heaven and earth to get the show reinstated, and further that there would be a podcast of Jerry's show within a week or two on SoundCloud. And they did it all with a full knowledge that it had nothing to do with a lack of resources. Jerry had been fired two days before Christmas, as revealed by Jerry himself in a YouTube video he released on January 15th, urging his listeners to call the station to help restore his show. A lack of resources would have resulted in Jerry being laid off, not fired. Wouldn't Lou Hill be proud of this travesty of a mockery of a sham of journalism, public radio, integrity, truth, decency and sanity. There is no Jerry Quickly podcast on SoundCloud. The last post there is from December 18, 2018. There is no Jerry Quickly at Jerry Quickly. Currently he has four subscribers there. 
And the last YouTube post on Jerry's YouTube channel is his January video admission that he had been fired from KPFK two days before Christmas. I can't make this stuff up folks. I tried to get the station management to publish or announce something about Jerry's departure but Kevin Fleming flat out refused to do it in a phone call with me just before the conversations with the listener episode in January, claiming he was not obligated to do anything like that. In the same episode Fleming emphatically states that Jerry was not fired. I tried to get local media to publish something about Jerry's departure but heard back only crickets. NEL Fields finally admitted on conversations with the listener that it was a contractual thing and that he could say no more until a final disposition had been reached. If a news outlet can't uphold the most basic of its duties, like honestly and openly informing its listeners why a host is leaving the station, what other duties and responsibilities is it incapable of fulfilling? In other words, if they can't tell us the truth about changes in staff when they occur, what else can't they tell us the truth about? My answer everything else. When was the last time you heard anyone reference KPFK as a reliable news source? When was the last time you heard a locally covered story on a primetime, paid host KPFK program? When was the last time you heard KPFK collaborating with local media or journalists to cover local news? Something is amiss at KPFK, and in an era of fake news, deserves to be rooted out. Sources Greg and Jerry on Jerry's last show January 4, 2019 https colon slash slash youtube.b slash wwm16mb. Ho! Jerry admitting he was fired two days before Christmas published January 15, 2019 colon https colon slash slash youtube.b slash 07m2 badagi. Conversations with the listener KPFK 90.7 FM Los Angeles January 10, 2019 https colon slash slash youtube.b slash offclick 2 luff 0 Jerry's Quickly SoundCloud account, https colon slash slash soundcloud.com slash tylive. Jerry Quickly's Twitter account, at Jerry Quickly. Jerry Quickly's YouTube account, https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash channel slash ucf1kp0g5kpc49sma joke. Share your thoughts with the station in their current survey until April 15th, kpfk.org survey.